there, it's me, your money. And welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Okay, really. Was there anything better than opening up that new pack of Mr. Sketch scented markers, peeling that cap off and smelling every single color? You know that blueberry flavor was the best one. What about like when a cereal box had toys in them? Was there anything better than pouring your cereal in the morning, watching Bobby's World, and having that tattoo fall into your bowl? This is why you pour the cereal before the milk. My husband and I have that debate all the time, but you can't pour the cereal into the milk and then have your toy get wet. Or when you went into gym class and the parachute was laid out, you knew it was going to be lit. Making that summer mix CD, you were, you know, living la vida loca, maybe with a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need. Okay, I'll stop. I'm taking you down memory lane to remind you of the struggles we endured fumbling with our zipper pack that was probably, you know, filled with 100 CDs, some of which you probably only liked one song on the whole album. When I say like, let's talk about distracted driving, but I am sure if you remember all of the above, and if someone were to ask you if you were okay today, I mean, you know, we're not just like waking up every day thinking of what catastrophic event is going to be taught in history class for the next five generations are we going to experience today, but we are millennials. We have boomer parents. Okay, boomer. Is that still a trend? Do people still say that? And by people, I mean Gen Z. Am I the only one who doesn't even really know what that means? Is it like a, okay, you're old? I don't, I don't get it. And did they just like get over boomers and come at us millennials saying like 90s is vintage? Um, what? How? Okay, so these boomers, they had to deal with, you know, skyrocket interest rates. I've heard so many of them say that, you know, they lost part of their retirement nest egg in 2008 downturn. You know, they had to deal with like, job cuts. But, you know, Susan, we are not okay. As a millennial, we are facing probably one of the most uncertain economic future. I mean, you know, we've only been dealing with stagnant wages, a pandemic. Not sure if you've gotten gas recently, but, you know, the gas prices are through the roof. We drink excessive amounts of coffee, which, you know, probably just gives us more anxiety. So how do you deal with this? As a generation, how do we handle our money? What are our financial habits? Are we prepared to weather this storm? I mean, I don't think we really have a choice to, but are we prepared? So what can we learn today that will help us tomorrow? Well, let's first look at some key factors that come into play when it comes to millennials and their finances. Our overall attitude towards money and investing in comparison to other generations, we have information so readily available and accessible to us, we can't help but absorb it and ask questions. Yet, in the not-so-distant past, we were the ones going to the library, doing the research in the encyclopedias, and I'm pretty sure boomers, you know, weren't going on a Tuesday night at 8 p.m. to search, you know, how do I invest my money? Where we now have the capability to do a quick Google search. So now we are pros at looking up information in that encyclopedia, and we are pros at referencing it in our essays, because that's what we had to do. 
Now, maybe not so much for the younger millennials, but us on the older cusp, I know you feel me. But our boomer parents encouraged us to go to post-secondary school because they really sometimes didn't have the opportunity to. So here we are, a generation of people carrying a larger amount of student debt when we enter the workforce. That is going to have significant effect on our finances and how we move forward in our life. Now, not sure if you're aware, but we also have had to deal with a pandemic, which has allowed us to shift and work remotely, which also has shifted our view on how we spend our money. These are some key factors and factors towards how millennials are impacted and view their finances. You know, we are quite different from the generation before us and the generation after us. And I think that is true to say about any generation, but let's look at you know, investment options to social media influences, our spending habits, so much of our generation has been impacted by different aspects. So let's start with investing. Millennials have adopted an increasingly global mindset with factors such as social responsibility and environment frequently playing a pivotal role in where we place our money. Many millennials are instead choosing to follow either their instincts or go along with their peers regarding investment choices. As millennials, we are the generation who have had the benefit of no technology and then having the ability to be exposed to the World Wide Web, right? We reference the encyclopedias and then we also have Google. We have the capability to learn from reading information and being exposed to more information than the generation before us. The pandemic has also may have changed this attitude for some of us millennials, and changed our view on our finances and what we want to really be invested in. It gave us an opportunity to kind of keep it centered and refocus our efforts. This has given us the capability to decipher how and who we want to manage our finances and what we want to be invested in. Financial literacy is so available to us, which in previous generations, we just kind of, you know, the banker said this, and this is what we should do. More and more millennials are interested in having a personal connection with those who manage their money, not just taking somebody's word for it. More than ever, I would say. Despite their comfort, when we use the use of mobile and online technology to perform many investing functions, people are still looking for that connection and somebody that they feel they can trust and have the ability to connect with when seeking financial advice. Let's do a little shift. Let's talk about our spending habits. Now, Millennials are known to not have the best spending habits. I have mentioned it before in a previous podcast, but there is an article floating around stating millennials can't afford to buy a house because we spend too much money on avocado toast. Now, avocado toast is delicious, but this article implies that we spend on more luxurious items in comparison to the boomers. Now, again, We have a wide range of options available to us. We see more with social media. We are easily influenced to spend more on travel and shopping and going out, you know, dinners for the gram. Our generation likes tying our investments to a cause. We cross the board value experiences like travel, dining, shopping, you know, having the same thing that Jessica, our friend has, because we can see everything through social media. Now, I wouldn't say avocado toast single-handedly is holding us back from buying a home. But I will say that millennials, we value dipping into the wants more than the boomer generation of focusing more on the needs. And, you know, I don't know, the housing market, it's a little bit crazy right now. So that could be impacting why we're not buying a home too. But generationally, 
we do focus on more experiences and more kind of, you know, brand and identity connection and, you know, keeping up with everybody else versus like keeping our heads down, going to work and calling it a day. All of this, I think, is hugely a reason and the impact of social media. Of course, much of the pressures that millennials, you know, feel to conform to the financial habits of their peers come from social media, where financial milestones or adventures can be posted for all to see, right? And envy. We talked about this before, just because, you know, somebody is posting, they're on vacation like every couple of months, or they're buying all the newest technologies, doesn't really make you see their whole financial picture. But because of the influence of social media, the millennial generation is spending more and more money on things that maybe they wouldn't have in the past. You know, we grew up with magazines looking at celebrities' lifestyles. Now, I can only obviously speak for myself, but yeah, although I wanted to look like and have all the things that, you know, Nev Campbell did, I don't even, maybe Jennifer Love Hewitt, maybe that was a little bit more my mainstream because she was on, you know, the latest copy of 17 magazine. But I knew that in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, she's a celebrity and I'm not a celebrity. So I don't, I know I'm not going to have these things, but over the years and with the increase in social platforms, I now see, you know, Melissa, my friend from high school on Instagram. As she has all these things and looks this way. So I could, I could totally attain that instead of giving myself the reality check that, you know, maybe I need. I've seen this more and more with plastic surgery. Plastic surgery obviously has come a long way since Tori Spelling's nose job, but plastic surgery is another area where millennials are spending their money. Injectables are becoming more and more the norm. The social media influencers, you know, frequently post before and after videos online. And I'm not saying like, injectables are bad. All I'm saying is as an older millennial, I will not lie. The temptation is there because, you know, when you take a photo now and you see those like wrinkles at the eye, it's so tempting. But however, I cannot even put a contact in my eye. So I think I'm safe to say unless I'm knocked out, there will be no needles in my face anytime soon. But never say never. I'm definitely investing in all things other than that that can correct these wrinkles because, you know, I'm seeing people my age and they're you know, either filtered or, you know, you're just, you're comparing yourself. And before we used to compare to celebrities and now we're comparing to our peers. And this is for sure a cost that didn't fully impact the boomer generation because they only saw Judy once in a while in the grocery store instead of every day on social media. So, you know, maybe Judy did get some plastic surgery, but it wasn't as noticeable because they haven't seen her in months. It does play a role and it does influence our financial behavior. Let's talk about our workplace habits, right? So what does a millennial's workplace look like? Although pay and compensation are still significant for most millennials seeking a job, you know, it's not always the primary factor determining the best place to work. Other issues have become increasingly relevant, such as autonomy, respect, being treated fairly. They expect employers to be able to provide these conditions in their workplace versus having the vision of not. They want to, again, feel that connection with their workplace. So millennials are not necessarily looking to rise the corporate ladder as fast as like the generation before us, but they still care about it, but are more concerned with, you know, work-life balance, autonomy, and feeling that connection and feeling like they're making a difference in their workplace. Whereas previous generations where, you know, put your head down, go to work, do your job, come home. Now. 
through COVID, when this hit, many millennials did find themselves out of the office. Outlook meant not just millennials, everybody found themselves out of the office due to social distancing guidelines. This has allowed millennials to really shift and work remotely and really heightened these feelings even more and created that spark of this side hustle. So I would say that a lot of our generation is now working the nine to five corporate job, but also looking for the side side hustle. And as we get older, this is something I think Gen Z and anything younger is going to perfect. They're all about the side hustle. You know, there's still a lot of us that go in, keep our head down, do our work, but the generations coming up, I would say, not everybody, but a lot of them, you know, are always looking for different ways to earn an income. Bottom line, as millennials, we face a set of challenges that is different than the generation before us. The future of this generation, how would I say generation one more time? While it may be even more uncertain in some respect for any previous generations, there I go again, our ability to succeed financially will depend on many factors, including economic and political conditions as the world turns. We as millennials will continue to adapt, become more financially savvy, pay down the debt, and funnel more of our money into retirement. You know, before Netflix, there was soap operas. And if you ever were sick and had to stay at grandma's house, you were watching soap operas and the price is right. There's nothing more millennial than that. So hopefully this gives you a little bit of insight onto how we operate as millennials, what has impacted our, our behaviors, what has impacted a whole generation of information available to us. So really understanding the power that financial literacy has and how having that understanding of your whole financial picture really helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money. We want you to recognize your worth and help you to enjoy life to its fullest and have the experiences you've always wanted to do. Eat that avocado toast, but still buy that house. We are here for you. We encourage you to get in touch at any time, whether it's with a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer your burning financial questions. After all, at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have found value through this podcast. We are on all the social channels, so please snap a photo of this podcast, tag us, and share us on your channels so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can also always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember... Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you.